Hello, my name is Cheryl G, and I would like to welcome you to the Mayors of Us podcast. This week, we will begin a new series entitled What Has Not Changed. So let's get started and begin this week's episode of Emmaus of Us. The title of this week's episode is Where Sin Abounds, Grace Abounds Much More. We'll be reading from Romans chapter 5, verses 18 through 21. But first, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving. We praise your holy name and thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Enlighten our understanding today so that we can comprehend uh, your ways and patterns and how you have established them through your words in the earth. Your word never returns back to you void, but it accomplishes those things that pleases you and prospers in the things that you send it to. Lord, I humble myself right now. Only allow me to say what you have given me to say to your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So let's read Romans uh, chapter 5, verses 18 through 21. So therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. So, Before we go into studying the text, um, I have to share with you how God wants us to approach the scriptures as we study them um, in this series. Uh, He wants us to come up to a higher level of understanding of how his words operate in the earth. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So when he speaks, his words establish his will in the earth. So when we study God's word, we have to consider not only the time in which the word was first spoken, but also what his word is establishing for the future and what it tells us about his character and ways. We must ask ourselves, what pattern is he trying to show us so that we can learn from it and be firm in our belief and confidence in him? When we understand the patterns, then we know what future actions we should take. This is going to be essential in these coming days. It's no longer enough to know the word, but also how the word relates to his will and purpose. It's not going to be enough to just memorize the word. We must seek to understand what he is establishing in the grand scheme of things. This is a high level of understanding. But thank God the Holy Spirit is with us to bring us into higher level. He is going to show us how it all comes together. So in the coming weeks in this series, the scriptures will be familiar. But don't get stuck in the familiar. Allow the Holy Spirit to expand your understanding in a new way so that you will know how to act in this present season that we're in and how the word is a lamp guiding us for what is on the horizon. Our text today is an example of what I'm trying to show. In it, it explains how Adam's disobedience caused death to reign. But glory be to God, Jesus came and through his act of obedience, life is now available to all who call on his name. We also learn that the law points to the offense 
and further cause sin to abound because men could not and cannot keep its statues in his own strength. He will always fall short, but Jesus did not fall short, and his act of obedience ushered in grace where we can overcome because he overcame. Now here is where we need to go deeper. Let's reread verses 20 through 21 of Romans chapter 5 again. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness until eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus fulfilled what God spoke in the Garden of Eden when sin first showed up and established a principle that we can build our life on, especially in our present circumstances. Um, turn to uh, Genesis 3.15 quickly. And it reads, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Jesus is the seed in this verse, and here is the principle. Where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. This is where you should be praising God right now. Where sin abounds, grace, grace abounds much more. I don't know about you, but when I reflect on this fact, peace settles in my soul and my ways are established. Our future is established also. It tells us when we look around and see sin increase, we can rest assured that grace is operating at a stronger level. These words were written by Paul, who also told us that when we ask God to remove to remove the thorn his, in his flesh three times that kept buffeting him wherever he went, God did not remove it, but told him, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Paul then goes on to state, most gladly, therefore, would I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ might rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake, for where I am weak, then I am strong. Right now, grace is abounding much more. Just as it did for Paul, it's abounding much more for us now, and it's going to continue to abound to the end. Today, for those who are listening, uh, who have not accepted Jesus as their personal Savior, um, I want to pray this prayer with, with you so that you can forever be a partaker of the grace and righteousness that Jesus died for you to have. Repeat these words. Jesus, I call on your name. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Forgive me of all my sins and come into my heart. Jesus, I hear you knocking. Come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Savior. I thank you that I am now seated with you in heavenly places. Thank you for the grace and for your righteousness that has established me and restored me back into relationship and fellowship with God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed this prayer, welcome to God's family. Ask God to lead you to a church home where you can fellowship with other believers and continue to learn about him and who you are in Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus of Bus podcast. You can hear more messages at either EmmausOfBus.com or at Podbean, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. You can also 
um, purchase my new book entitled Emmaus or Bus at EmmausOrBus.com. Join me next week for part two of this series, What Has Not Changed. Have a blessed week.